0: Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you guys are here in this uh, Daily Devo series that I'm doing as we go through Galatians. And as we read through these, I actually just want to um, talk about what the scripture actually says and then, like, what events are actually going on as, as the writer is writing. And then I want to see what uh, God is doing in these scriptures and then also what man is doing in these scriptures and then. How can uh, uh, I apply this in my life? Like, what does it say about me? And then how can I apply this in my life? I think that's a great way to go through scripture I we read it, man. I just want to exposit the scripture, which means I just want to expose what scripture is actually saying. And I want to do it text driven. That means like what the text is saying in its historical uh, context of uh and cultural context of who the writer is writing to man so i hope you guys enjoy it as we start this series and if you if you do man i'll probably continue on because i enjoy reading scripture we need scripture definitely and then i also uh just love breaking it down and teaching it man but this is also for my own good as well because I'm really trying to make sure that I break down, look at the the Bible and see what it has to say. Every once in a while, I may pull out a commentary or something to see what it says on there. But I really want to just look at it for itself, myself, and go through it. So let's let's start, man. We're in Galatians chapter 1. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and begin. It says, Paul, an apostle, not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me, to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us for this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. So we just read through the first uh, five verses, and uh, I guess we'll see what what's happening. Well, uh, let me give you a little background first, is that this is a letter that Paul is writing to the church of Galatia. And in letters, they usually have a certain style or a certain way. It's important for us to understand the genre that a book is in, uh, whether it be a letter or epistle like this one, um, whether it be apocryphal uh kind of like revelation or whether it's historical uh narration which is uh like like a genesis exodus or joshua or judges or something like that or if it's poetic and that's like psalms um and that's also like ecclesiastes job so it's, it's important for us to to be able to see what kind of book this is and this particular book is a letter and so letters are structured in certain ways and they always begin, or usually, most likely, always begin with an introduction. And that's what this is. So basically, what Paul is writing, what he is actually saying is hello. He's giving an introduction. He's saying who the letter is from. It says Paul, an apostle. Um, and then he talks about his apostleship, like where, he, like where he got it, man, which is so amazing. It says, not sent from men, he says, but I'm sent from Jesus, I'm sent from God that Paul is given his his credentials that that he's writing this letter and who he is as one who uh, starts plants, grows churches uh, for the glory of God. And this was not something that he wanted to do. It's actually what God has called him to do. You uh, you guys remember his story, right? He was a um, faithful Jew, a zealous Jew. And he actually was there when they murdered and martyred the uh, first Christian, Stephen. is It says that Paul was there holding the coats of the people as they picked up stones and killed Stephen man. So Paul was a pretty tough dude back back then, man. and he was rolling around arresting folks man. but on the road to uh, Damascus, Jesus called out to him and, and and changed his life. He radically changed, and he and that was part of this call. Uh, I think uh, Ananias uh, is the one who actually led Paul to Christ. Said that that uh, God had told him he had a calling on his life, a special calling that God had chose him out of all men to do a certain thing, and that's what Paul's kind of talking about right here when he says that he is not sent from men nor the agency of men, but from Jesus. So Paul here is is. Uh, giving that testimony you know he's giving that testimony and he's also asking like like greeting them he's saying what's up guys like what's happening he's saying grace and peace that's what that is it's like what's up guys he's he's grace and peace is a, is a greeting man and um and then he just talks a little bit about the blessings that um um that god bestows on him he says man that god that god had rescued us uh from our sin so the first part is just saying an introduction, talking about himself. And, and Paul always got to put the gospel in there, man. That's just something that he does. And it's something that I want to do and all that I'm doing is I want to I wanna put the gospel in, um, in everything that I say. But what does it say about God? So we got what is he actually talking about? What is he writing about? It's the introduction. The first five verses are the introduction. Uh, but what is God portrayed as in this well it looks like he's portrayed as our savior it says that he uh, gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from the present age so he is the propitiation that's a big word but it just means like he is the appeasement he is what uh jesus presented himself so that god would no longer be angry or give wrath for our sin that he would give himself up so he's the sacrifice for our sin that's who God is that's who Jesus is is he's our sacrifice for our sin and we got to remember that man because what that implies that if he's a sacrifice for our sin is that we could not um, um, we could not take care of our own sin we could not save ourselves And so God is savior and uh, he he did this all it says according to the will of God. And so Jesus gave himself because he was obedient to the Father. You know, um, it says in, uh, um, I think it was John, where he says, no, actually, I think it's Matthew. But he says, if if there is any other way, take this cup from me, but not my will, yours. You know, that's, that's powerful, man, that, that he would follow the Father even whenever he knew it was going to be tough for him. But in Hebrews, it talks about he looked at the cross for the joy set before him. So even though he he knew it was going to be a difficult thing to bear the weight of the sins of the world, to die on the cross, a heinous death, because he was doing the will of the Father, because he was justifying or saving the souls of men, he could do it with joy. So man, that's, that's, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. What does it say about man? Well, if we if we just turn that pendulum on the other side, if we flip that script uh, about how Jesus gave His life for us, well, then we know that first off we're loved. That 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 God loves men. God loves people. That's why He would send His Son. Is because God loves people, and that's an amazing thing, man, that He loves us. But. The love is displayed or demonstrated in a sacrifice because we're not worthy of that sacrifice. We're uh, uh, sinful beings. man we've actually are enemies with God. We're enemies with God. and so that's that's a tough deal is that uh, w- without the saving work of Jesus Christ, then we um, are doomed that we cannot have fellowship with him we have to trust and believe in jesus to even have fellowship so it's saying about man as in general as a whole is that that we're sinful beings and it even goes further to say that the culture of men is evil it says that he might rescue us from this present evil age you see it's, it's, it's talking about and not only demons and and satan and spiritual powers of this world but That's us as well, that that we're living in an age that is utterly evil. And you can see it, guys. If we open our eyes and when we look around, we recognize that there is an evilness about the world that, to me, seems like it gets greater and greater every day. And so I just thank God that he has saved us from that. Now, we're walking through it right now, but we're walking with him. You know, if we cross-reference other scriptures, we can look and see in John, it says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. And so we do have the power to overcome this evil age because we do have Christ. But nevertheless, we got to recognize that this this age right now, it is evil. Now, what what? how can I apply this in my life? Like, what can I take from this to... Um, live or live out today well I, I think that for me it's always about the gospel so i, I, I de- need to daily preach the gospel to myself I'm, I'm I'm not sure who quoted that or said that but that's really stuck with me it's really resonated with me i need to preach the gospel to myself every day and that's what this is paul is saying that jesus died for our sins that he loves us there was nothing that we could do to gain that salvation but he saved us anyway And so that just reminds me, man, that just uh, um, continues to go through my mind over and over that I am loved by the king. You know, if we cross reference other scriptures, it says that we're saints, that we're um, we're called, that we're sons and daughters. And so, man, that just makes me know that I'm a son of the most high God. You know? Man, that just that just swells up in me, man, to remind myself that I am part of the of the family of the king. And that just makes me want to be a better person because it puts on me a new identity. You know, I'm no longer thinking of, of how bad I am or how uh, unworthy I am, but I know that I'm a son of the king. And so it just makes me to want to live a better life. But it also uh, this scripture here also has me to remember that the life that I live, man, I want to represent the kingdom of God opposed to this evil world right now. I want to show um, that there is something better out there. There's something greater that this world could be a part of if they only trust in God, if they only allow God to be the king or lord or leader of their lives you know it's a it's it's a tough world out there like i said it's it's an evil age but if i if i can demonstrate god's love by loving my brother and sister by loving my my enemy then man maybe they'll want to come and know christ as well you know also don't want to leave out it says to whom be the glory forever Amen. I don't want to leave that part out because that reminds me also that everything God does is for his glory. It says, according to the will of God and father, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. So he does this because he deserves the praise. And so he loves us and we should give him praise for that. And I think that's a that's a. a, thing that i need to actively do in my life is just to remind myself to praise god just to think about the goodness that god has shed on my life and then praise him for it man yeah so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start praising god that's what i'm gonna do what are you guys gonna do now i hope you enjoyed this uh little short devo and uh yeah we'll continue on with um chapter one and starting verse six tomorrow guys so I'll see you then, I'll talk to you then.